am Florence Brummer. Welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. The Bonafide Legal Podcast is a podcast for attorneys and business owners and parents and anyone who wants to talk about time management and wellness tips. I've lived in Phoenix since 1999. Before that, I lived in Chicago and was born and raised in the suburbs of Chicago. I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for 23 years, and throughout my practice, I struggled day by day to find balance between work and life. Thank you for joining me on this journey. This week, I'm going to talk about a couple of things. I want to talk about my trip to Hawaii and how um, I managed work during those times. And then when I got back from Hawaii and was just hit with a storm of work and how I managed to squeeze more minutes out of every day during those really, really bad days. So the last time I talked to you, it was Labor Day weekend. And I was leaving on Sunday of Labor Day weekend. And usually any of these holiday weekends, I have to tell you, I love them. A three-day weekend is just really my all-time favorite thing. I never, except with the exception of this last Labor Day weekend, I never travel during these weekends. I usually lounge around Phoenix. I go to the movies because... The movies are usually quiet because people are out of town. I might go out to dinner and some lunches because lots of people are traveling and everything just seems less busy. But this time I was going to Hawaii on Sunday and coming home Thursday a.m. the week of Memorial Memorial Day, of Labor Day. And it was in the middle of a time period where I was just having so much stress. And on Friday and Saturday, before I leave, I have all this stuff that I need to do. I'm packing. I do my podcast. Um, It was the weekend, if you heard of it, where all movies everywhere were $3. So I had to go to one. It was kind of crazy because I thought, you know what, I'm not really saving that much money over matinee prices, like maybe $5 a ticket, but it just seemed kind of fun. So I wanted to make sure that I got that in on Saturday. I had to work still. I went to a spin class on Friday. And then Sunday morning, I'm leaving on an early flight. The movie I saw, by the way, was The Invitation. It was kind of fun. Um, It started out better and ended in a more lame way. So I love a movie with a great ending because it's so rare. And I'll cite back to Bodies, 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 which was a few weeks ago that I reviewed. Great ending. Fun movie, great ending. So Sunday, it's time to leave. And while the days up to when we were leaving, the weeks up to when we were leaving, even the months... My husband's one working on the garage. And it was a, a big project for him, not for me. <laughs> um, I was inconvenienced, but in the big scheme of stuff, not really that inconvenienced. Probably acting like more of a baby than I needed to. So he took everything out of the garage. He painted it, fixed cracks in walls fixed cracks and ceilings, you know, anything where like the drywall didn't look great, he would fix it. And then he was re-epoxying the floor. When we bought the house, it had a uh, coating on the floor, which to me, I thought, at least initially, I'm like, it looks fine. It looks all right. But um, as Rob has like spilled things on it, I guess it really wasn't looking that great. I have the ability to live with things for a pretty long period of time before it really gets to me. 
So I felt it was fine, but it really wasn't like, you know, (laughs) now that I see the new floor, but to do the floor, everything has to come out. And there's so much things in a garage, you know, you, uh, we have a second fridge in there. A second fridge came with the house and that's still in there where we put sodas and extra food. We have, um, two motorcycles, a a little recreational vehicle. My son-in-law's boat is in there. He has like a little, I don't even know what kind of boat because I've never been on it. I guess it's a little speed boat. My husband has a lot of tools because he's always working on something. He has projects that he's in the middle of that were in there. Um, how, um, there's storage for my office is a huge part of the office. I'm sorry, the huge part of the garage. Um, oh gosh, what else? My husband has it set up like a little bit, little office. Another thing he did was he air conditioned the garage in the last several weeks. Um, during the summer, it's just, ugh. and he did an air conditioner and not like a little window air conditioner, like pour to slab air conditioner, um, not a big giant house one and not a big giant commercial one, but one that is meant for a small house or I guess a garage. So that was another part of the big project. Then he had to sand everything and it took forever. He had to grind down the floor to the original floor. And then he is putting the epoxy on. And I am not joking. This is not a joke. It's not an exaggeration. He was putting the epoxy down on Sunday morning where everything came together. He had put the primer on. And by the time the primer was ready, it was time to put the epoxy on. And he had wanted to get the epoxy on earlier than the second we were leaving. But instead, it, it came down to the last moment. And he was putting the epoxy on. And I finally said to him, I'm leaving for the airport. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to check our bags. And you have our son-in-law take you to the airport. And you just run through security. And that buys you probably an extra hour or so. And so that's what I did. I took an Uber to the airport. I checked our bags. And everything went pretty well for me. And the crazy thing is, I left earlier, but really didn't have a huge cushion of time before boarding. But the other thing I thought was, maybe there's someone I can talk to where I can say, my husband is on the way. So, not that I knew that it would help a lot, but I'm like, maybe it'll buy at least a few minutes. So I check us in. I check the bag. I go through security. I got like 10 minutes in the lounge before it was time to board the plane. I board the plane. The person um, already um, is is looking at the seat, the empty seat next to me. And they say, oh, you know, they're looking. They're like writing something down. I said, that's my husband's seat. I explained the whole thing. And they're like, well, where is he? And I say, he's in the airport right now. I couldn't even talk to him because he was, I think his phone had died and he was running anyways. But my daughter was giving me updates where she said, Chris um, took him. Um, Chris is on his way home. So I knew he was in the airport. So I said, he's in the airport. He's he's coming. And our flight was leaving at 1032, I think. And now I'm, I, I think, it, you know, it was like we boarded and people are still getting on. So I'm like, this is great. There's plenty of time. But now it's like 1020 and I'm thinking he's not going to make it. And at 1022, he comes around the corner basically as they are getting ready to close the door. So I'm so stressed. I actually don't even say anything to him. Like I don't ask any questions. I don't ask what he had to do to get here. I just want to sit and breathe. So I say to him, you want to watch a movie? And we put in my headphones and we just start watching a movie. We watch That's My Boy, Jurassic World Dominion, and um, a new 
Bruce Willis movie. I will tell you that That's My Boy I thought was hilarious. It's completely, has the most inappropriate storyline, but a lot of the jokes in it were really fun. I already saw Jurassic World Dominion, but Rob hadn't seen it. And when I saw it, I actually saw it with my grandson who was would not sit down for it. So I kind of missed a lot. And um, I don't know if... Um, I'm sure a lot of people have heard of it, but Bruce Willis is, is very ill. And he has, I can't remember the name of it, aphasia? I'm probably saying that wrong. But something where it's hard for him to form thoughts and sentences. I guess it's kind of like a form of dementia. I don't really know anything about it. But in the last two years, he's been in a ton of like direct-to-video movies which I think was for the purpose of, um, I don't know, maybe just making money while he still can. And my husband saw, he goes, oh, a new Bruce Willis movie. I said, don't be surprised if it's not good. I said, all his movies have been direct to video. And I said, I think he's ill. And it was obvious. I mean, the cuts of him, first of all, he's barely in the movie. A lot of the, any cuts from him in behind, from behind, you can tell is a different person. Um, sometimes in his lines, this is it's so sad, but he would stutter and you would think that's the best cut that they got. That's the one that they had to use. It felt like they were feeding him a sentence at a time and would film the sentence. Like, you know, he was kind of a bad guy in the movie but he was a bad guy because his son and wife were killed plot doesn't matter but you know there was uh, uh, he was going to blow up a, um, I think the levees in New Orleans and he says oh I'm going to you know things like I'm going to blow up the levees now and that just sentence kind of ends and then they come to him later and says all I have to do is press this button you know it just felt like a sentence at a time huge part of the movie he was sitting in an office chair with a scarf wrapped around his neck and like he doesn't look well so I hope this is something he wanted to do rather than was being forced to do so anyways it's a bit of a bummer because always one of my favorites you know in some of my favorite movies of all time Pulp Fiction The Sixth Sense uh Oh my god, I can't think of the name of the one movie. It's the one with Brad Pitt where Brad Pitt's like nutty and it's like a tra time travel movie. It's just completely um, forgetting what the title is. Something monkey? <laughs> I don't know. There's so many things to remember now that I think my hard drive is full. The hard drive being my brain. So um, we were lucky enough on the flight to Hawaii to be able to fly first class. And this is one of my hacks, which I, I don't think is an unusual hack, but I pay for business expenses with an American Airlines card. And there's a lot of business expenses, you know, filing fees for cases, all the office supplies. Um, my gosh, I can't even begin to, to go over the amount of expenses. I had to buy a new computer. I'm, I'm, that's my new laptop that I'm working on now. And recording this on now, uh, take a little bit of a detour to talk about my new computer. But I've had an iMac Air for, I would say, about seven years. It actually still works really good a lot of the times. But it has been a workhorse for me. I've taken really good care of it. I take really good care of my electronics. They last me forever. And... Then um, I was just noticing odd things about it. It would turn off sometimes. In the middle of using it, the spirally colorful wheel would come on and nothing would happen and I'd have to reboot it. No, you couldn't update anything anymore. It was done. It was done with updates. When I was in Coronado, it just went to black for hours. And I couldn't get it to do anything. I couldn't get it to charge. Charging was taking forever. Tar charging would take the whole night. 
Um, and then finally it came back on in Coronado. And when that happened, I ordered a new computer. I've been eyeing a new one for a while because I knew my old one was kind of on its last legs. And I knew what I wanted. I wanted another iMac Air and I wanted the new processor. I think it's called the M2. And I wanted it in the color Midnight, which is like a dark gray, blue, black. Very pretty. And it's more square than the, um, the one that they still sell, which is more similar to mine with the M1 chip, is more tapered. And the colors were either like gold, silver, dark, dark silver, dark, dark gray. And I, it's not that I like am so about the colors, but I did really want the newer one. And when I was in Coronado, I wanted to, I was like, okay, I need a new computer. This one has died. I order it and the M2 processor is not available for three weeks. And I, in between, I was going to have a chip, uh, the, the Hawaii trip and I'm like, I can't go without a laptop. So I um, go ahead and I order the older one, the M1 chip which is going to be delivered by, in like two days. So I order it, done. And after I order it, up comes my old computer, just starts working again. So I get the, I call Apple and I ask to cancel it. Oh, no problem, no problem, it's canceled. You don't have to worry about it. And then I get a message that it's been shipped. So I had to get it and send it back and reorder the new one, which all that was fine because my old computer was still working. I still was getting some use out of it. But it was just this hassle of getting a computer delivered to me, returning it, and reordering the new one. But I have my new one, and I love it. It's fast. It charges in a second. It just works so well. It's so nice. I still had my old one when I went to Hawaii, and that's the one I brought with me. And it worked great in Hawaii. It still works pretty good, and I guess I need to figure out what to do with it. Um, you know, maybe give it to somebody who could who could use it because it still works pretty great for for what it is. So, anyways, my point is, I have to buy a lot of stuff for my business. So I had points, and we were able to fly first class, and it's just so like it's so blessed to be able to do that. Like how lucky they served a meal, they served dessert, we could have drinks, coffee, you know, they serve it in glass glasses and mugs and the flight is long. I mean, it's over six hours. So to be able to relax like that, the bigger seats, the bigger leg room, your own personal flight attendant. And in the times that I have been able to fly first class, like I... I can't recommend it enough. It's just as good as you think it's going to be. And it's back to normal, too, which is the other thing. Um, last year when we went to Hawaii, same thing, bought it with points. And it was still the masks, and they weren't doing the service, really. Like, they would give you a sandwich in a box. And it was fine, actually. Like, it was still good. But... The kind of service you get, like, you know, white linen napkins, a tray, real silverware, just the creature comforts that are just so wonderful. And the American flight attendants were just lovely, like so lovely and helpful and nice. And I just can't say enough about it. So we get off the plane, we get our luggage. It took forever to get the luggage. And we realize it's 45 minutes to our hotel. And there was some taxi drivers, and we we're going to take a taxi. I, I still try to support taxi drivers when I can because I know things are hard for them. But the taxi driver yelled at us. My husband uh, is a smoker. Uh, you know, it'd be nice if he wasn't, but he is. And he saw someone smoking and went to what he thought was the smoking area and lights up a cigarette. And this taxi driver starts screaming at him and the person that was smoking because they were, I'm not joking when I say this, 10 feet from the designated smoking area. So they thought they were in the smoking area, but it really wasn't. 
And she would have been the next taxi driver. And it is a good fare because it's 45 minutes to our resort. And we just said no. And I ordered an Uber. And we actually went and talked to the, um, I don't know what you would call her, the dispatcher. Like she overheard us talking. She goes, what's wrong? What happened? We told her the story. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. She goes, that taxi driver is not one of my favorites. And I said, no, it's not your fault. And we were talking and laughing and having a great time. If she would have been our taxi driver, it would have been wonderful. Then we had a great Uber driver who almost acted like a little bit of a tour guide. <laughs> we were asking questions the whole way. It, we were in Maui, never been there before. You know, what's this? What is that? And she knew what it all was. So we get to our hotel. We were staying at a Marriott, but it's not a regular Marriott, which I really, to tell you the truth, I didn't know that when I booked it because I just book on the Bonvoy app, which is Marriott, Sheridan, Weston, and like some of their boutique hotels. There's a there's a couple of um, more upscale ones that I don't think I've ever stayed in. It's <laughs> um, not the Four Seasons, but one like that. Anyways, um, a variety of hotels. And so this hotel I picked really because of the location and the amenities of the room. So I knew it would be my husband and myself. And our in our our stays when we take a trip by ourselves we spend a lot of time in the room so a nice room is a must and nicely apportioned is very important so it was a room that had separate bedroom it was you know what the easiest way to describe it it was a one-bedroom apartment basically it had a full kitchen it had a stove and an oven and a microwave dishwasher it had everything had a dining room table a living room, a bedroom, big bathroom, a uh, jacuzzi tub. Like it was a one bedroom apartment. We could have lived there comfortably, like lived our lives there comfortably. And so that the room was very important to me, but it wasn't a regular Marriott. It was a Marriott, um, part of their timeshare club. And before I left, I got a call from Marriott timeshares who said, if you go on a tour of the property, you can um, get a free night stay. And I said, um, no, no thanks. Like, we're only there for a couple of days. So it's not really something that we're interested in. So we got to the hotel, and our room wasn't ready. And it wasn't even ready until after check-in, which was kind of a disappointment like I don't know that I've ever had that happen usually like we were there an hour before check-in and I'm used to rooms usually being ready around that time because check-in was at four and it wasn't and it wasn't ready until like 4 15 it was fine you know we went and had lunch at the hotel and walked around the biggest inconvenience is inconvenience is you still have your luggage but we got in the room finally we were pretty exhausted but great room, like I said, like big picture windows overlooking the ocean. It had a corner balcony that was very private. The weather was hot and humid, but I spent a lot of time on that balcony reading, doing emails. I had to write two documents for work, and I would have been very stressed if I didn't get those done. So that was part of like my to-do list. Then I ordered groceries from Instacart. I ordered them early, but they came really late like really late like by the time they came it was 10 p.m hawaii time which was one in the morning my time like i was a dying but it was a great thing ultimately to do i ordered a box of raisin bran a loaf of bread peanut butter soy milk nuts and it was just nice stuff that we could just grab really quickly you know we'd make toast or we'd have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich it, it, but I will say it was the first vacation where I wasn't eating like crazy because we weren't really going out. We had a few meals out, but otherwise ate these very modest snacks and meals in the in the room. Um, on the first day, I took a walk um, because I also wanted to... One of the things I wanted to get was fruit in Hawaii. And when 
I was ordering from Instacart. The fruit was just regular, like apples and bananas. I'm like, I can get this anywhere. So I found an ABC store, which is where we always went in Honolulu to get the best fruit you've had in your life. And it was always cheap, you know, and I looked at a map and there was an ABC store down the street, like a nine minute walk. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to walk to it. It was in this really cool outdoor mall and there's no fruit. There's just no fruit at all. And I couldn't believe it. (laughs) It, There was some fruit. It was like regular, just, you know, regular apples and stuff like that. Not the dragon fruit, not the fancy kiwis, not like yellow, yellow pineapple, so I came back with nothing from that store. And then finally the groceries came, finally went to sleep. So I get up early. I get up 6 a.m. Hawaii time. I sat outside for hours. And my husband was kind of uh, decompressing after that whole epoxy thing. We ate the food we had. I drank a whole pot of coffee because there was a full coffee pot. Like a dummy, I basically tried to make the coffee when it was dark. And I, I don't know what I did, but coffee water ends up going, I pour in the water and it's catching the grounds and it's going everywhere. So it took me like half an hour to, to, to clean it up. And then I turn on the light in the kitchen and I'm like, I didn't even make it right. So (laughs) I make it right. And then I just drink this whole pot of coffee. I'm just drinking coffee all morning. And then I took a walk, and as soon as I walked outside, it started raining, but it was really breezy and nice. It was a it was a beautiful day. I will tell you this, the Monday that we spent there was beautiful. It was a combination of overcast to sunny, and it wasn't a blaring sun. The breeze was coming off the water. It just was great. I went to a restorative yoga class, and it was just great, like really gentle stretching learned new things felt great I thought the class lasted 15 minutes and because the class was over I'm like oh that's the shortest yoga class I ever went to in my life it was 45 minutes but because I had nowhere to be and my mind was so relaxed it felt like it was over in a flash because most of the time like for exercise classes I stopped doing yoga in Arizona because The entire time I'm doing it, I'm just like looking at my watch and it's time to go and people are calling me and I can't relax. So that's why I converted over to cycling because I can't bring my phone in. The music is blaring. You're completely occupied by the class and all you can do is do the class. So that was a a switch for me here. But in Hawaii, I did yoga and it felt great. Like I felt great. We went down to dinner at the hotel restaurant. They had an Italian restaurant. It was semi-amazing and semi-disappointing. They We had an amazing appetizer of artichoke, like a an artichoke, a full artichoke stuffed with breading, um, swimming in like an olive oil. Oh my God, like so tender. The heart of the artichoke was so great. They had scraped out all of the choke. It was a perfectly prepared artichoke. And then we had this breaded zucchini that was lightly breaded and fried. And then the entrees were just meh. Like, they were just fine. You know, I had an eggplant that wasn't prepared quite right. It was not um, squeezed out. Um, it So it was kind of spongy. All I can say it was fine. My husband had a pasta that was fine. You know, it was just whatever. We each had a drink, like a nice alcoholic Hawaiian drink. So really had a nice time um, overall. We went back to the room. We watched The Lost City, the newer Sandra Bullock movie. Not good. Definite skip. It started out like it was going to be so cute and then it was just corny. Like Brad Pitt shows up and... He's amazing, and then is out of the movie after about 10 minutes. Um, there's a movie I really like that is on playing right now on Prime that I started watching, but 
turned it off because I didn't want like screaming to be in the background of sleeping. <laughs> and it's called The Last Shift. It's a really tiny movie. It is about a rookie police officer who takes her first shift in an, basically an abandoned police station. And all this crazy stuff happens. And it's really well made and really spooky. And I love this movie. So catch it in Prime if you have a chance. So I get up on Tuesday, wake up at 6 a.m. It's not as breezy. I could tell it was going to be a hotter day, but still, like, lovely. I just wish I was there right now. I can picture being there, picturing how it felt to sit in the chairs and look out at the ocean. And then on Tuesday, I start to have, like, a little bit of a panic because I know we'd be headed home the next day. Like, it was over. Like, as soon as it started, it was over. And the, all the flights to Phoenix are red eyes. So you leave on Wednesday, but you don't leave till 1030 at night. And our checkout was at 10 a.m. And I had scheduled. So when we got there, they started calling us over and over again to do a tour of their timeshare. Which, by the way, if there's any advice I can give any of you, never buy a timeshare. It's never worth it. I have received dozens of calls over the years of people who are trying to get out of timeshares and there's no way to get out of them the crazy thing to me too about a timeshare is you put a lot of money down you're paying for it like a mortgage so you're paying interest there's costly fees every year and if you want a better than standard room you pay for it so I always think, why aren't you just taking this money and putting it aside and paying for the vacation that you want rather than buying a timeshare? That's my opinion. But they said, if you go on this tour, we'll pay for one of your nights, you know. And we had a huge amount of time to kill on Wednesday because we had to check out at 10 and then not have our flight till 10.30 p.m. So we finally thought, I wasn't even telling my husband about it. And I was out doing something and they called and he said, well, why don't we do it? You know, it's a free night, time to kill. It'd be kind of interesting. He said, just to hear what the actual pitch is. So uh, we thought, okay, why not? So we scheduled it for 2 p.m. on our last day. I went to the pool that Tuesday, just looked out at the ocean, was in the pool um, our beach washed away before we got there. That was something disappointing that happened. So one of the reasons for booking this hotel was it was on the beach. And all you did was go over a little, uh, like a little hill, like, like a slight incline. You walk down the incline and there's the beach. All of that was washed away and you couldn't go down there. We never went into the ocean. We never walked in the sand. Um, it was still beachfront, but you couldn't go down at any of there because it was just washed away. The shore was washed away. Um, so we had a great dinner. You know, we just relaxed. We had a great dinner at the Westin. We walked along the shore until we found a restaurant. I said, why don't we just walk this direction until we see something? So my husband said, well, why don't we go back to the same, the same um, restaurant that we went to the night before? And I said, why don't we just walk this opposite direction and see what we find. We ended up at the Westin. It was really good. They had a, a nice uh, fruit plate as an appetizer with banana bread, a hummus plate. The hummus was a little disappointing. It was fine, you know, but just meh, like even kind of worse than like a grocery store. Um, we, we had some um, yakisoba noodles, which I thought were delicious. My husband was like, oh, not great. We took home, we took back to the room a pineapple upside down cake, made it in bed. <laughs> Just like really nice. And it was outdoor, uh, great wait staff. It just was lovely. And then, you know, the walk home was nice as well. But it was getting, it was a more hot and humid day. And even at night, it was more humid unless the wind kicked up. So Wednesday, we have this 10 a.m. checkout. Like, it's just awful. Like, awful. And that's part of 
whatever these timeshares are, <laughs> is that the checkout is at 10. There's no late checkout. So right there, I thought, that stinks. Like most hotel checkouts are 11 or 12. And if you're staying at somewhere where you maybe have some perks, you might be able to stay a couple more hours. So generally, whenever I stay in a Marriott, it is two o'clock where I can check out. Sometimes one if they're if they're really booked. But those couple of hours make a huge difference. And they were very clear. Like they sent you a lot of emails and a lot of texts reminding you that your checkout was at 10. It was very reminiscent to me of a cruise where you're on the cruise and it's all parties and good time. And then you wake up that last morning and they unceremoniously dump you out of your room and into the shore. Like on a cruise, like you were out of there by like 830 in the morning. What they did have at this hotel, which was actually pretty nice, was something they called a hospitality suite. So it had couches and a shower and TV, um, a dressing room. It didn't have snacks or waters or anything like that, but we had some water bottles with us. And there was one really nice thing about Hawaii is that there's always places to fill your water with good water. So we went to the hospitality suite. I went to a yoga class. We ordered a pizza. And then we went to the timeshare um, presentation. We probably were the worst people. Like, just the worst. Because we knew, like, we weren't buying one. We knew what the, um, we knew the details of it. And so at the end of it, and, and the lady was perfectly pleasant, actually reminded me a lot of my mother-in-law, very pleasant, you know, it was pleasant to talk to her. And at the end, she goes, do you want to, you know, me give you a few minutes and you can talk about it, see if you want to do it. My husband and I looked at each other and said, nah, we don't need any time. It's not something we'll be doing. They tried a little bit of a hard sell, you know, well, isn't it important to you to have this to leave to your kids? And I'm like, it's this type of thing is not important to me. Um, it is not hard to book a hotel. I'm fine with that. I want to be able to have options rather than these Marriott resort clubs. And I did, I asked, I said, is it always a 10 a.m. checkout? And she's like, yeah, at all of these, it's a 10 a.m. checkout. No, thanks on, on that alone. <laughs> so we got our free night. So that was kind of nice. Then we, um, checked our uh, baggage with the bell person and we went to dinner we found a vegan restaurant really close nearby it was nice you know like good food we had a really nice time we went back to the hospitality suite we showered before we had to go to the airport then we went to the airport and it was just a long flight and I have trouble sleeping on a plane but they gave us a meal and I kind of slept. I was doing this thing where I would fall asleep and my neck would snap forward and I would wake up. Even though my seat was reclined a little bit, it was awful. I sort of tried to get on my side a little bit. Like that didn't work. So I was basically up the whole night. And then um, I went home and I set an alarm for two hours. I woke up and had to call into a court hearing. It was all telephonic, so I wasn't on screen. So I didn't have to like be looking good at that time. But it was very jarring, you know, to get like the littlest bit of sleep and then do court. It That was fine. Like, I was fine. It was an easy hearing, all of that. So then I shower and uh, go into work for a few hours. Again, like very jarring, like awful, awful. I kept saying to my two staff members, how long was I gone? Because I was gone two work days. That was it. I was gone Tuesday and Wednesday because Sunday is the weekend. Monday was a holiday and I came in Thursday. It felt like I had been gone for weeks and I had been trying to keep up on email. So I had answered hundreds of emails when I was gone. There was an out of the office email message. And it was 
piles of messages. I had so many messages. I had nine calls on my phone um, from from Memorial Day and from really early in the morning before my staff got there and from later in the evening after they had left. And I had told them, I said, because they both had piles of messages for me. I said, you know, there was nine calls on my voicemail. Like we could not believe it. I probably had a good 30 calls. And 30 calls is, it's got to be eight hours of returning calls. You know, like every three calls is probably one hour. Um, so about 10 hours of calls, like awful, you know, sometimes they end up being quick, but for the most part, like every call is like 15 to 20 minutes and sometimes longer. Sometimes I'm going to have the hour calls and there was a couple of those thrown in there. I had hundreds of emails. I was always checking, you know, so I go home on Thursday and I'm just ready to come in on Friday and, and clean everything up. And again, had like another hearing, had some meetings and just like squeezed in what I could. Um, so then on the, the weekend, so now it's the weekend and it's my grandson's birthday party at my house. So it was not really anything that I had to do, like just basically provide the house, but it was also going to the party and I did help a little bit with like cleaning and straightening up and after the party taking out garbage. So the weekend is over in a flash. You know, the, all of Saturday was about this party. But it was it was so cute. Like, this little boy loved this party so much. He talked about the party leading up to it, and he um, t- is still talking about this party. He had so much fun. He got great presents. You know, his, his cousin was there, his baby cousin. Like, baby cousins. Like, it was just good. Um, so now, back. I'm back in it. <laughs> and the week after my vacation was one of the toughest weeks that I had had in ages, ages. So all day Monday was a day of, I had like a couple small court uh, call-in things. I also had people coming in and it was also just getting ready for my hearings for the week. So Monday's a big long day. And then Tuesday, I have a settlement conference in a location outside my office that I had to leave at about 7 in the morning to head to. So I get back into Anthem about 2 o'clock, go to the office, have a couple hours of, you know, getting everything ready for the next day. So then Wednesday is telephonic court hearings and meetings. And then I have to leave for a lunch meeting and then a trial in the afternoon. And then I had a board meeting, a Zoom board meeting at 6 p.m. So Wednesday was basically a 12-hour day. Thursday, very similar. And Thursday night was my daughter's birthday dinner. So um, I get back home. We leave for dinner. Friday, I took the morning to just catch up on my life. There were things like store returns that I had to do. I hadn't taken a spin class all week. I went and did a spin class. I took a later shower because every morning I was needing to get into the shower at 5 in the morning. So I gave myself a break, went to spin class, showered afterwards, after after my class, after my errands. And then I went to the office for a few hours and did calls and emails and other stuff. All in preparation for... Monday is this upcoming Monday comes I have five hearings yes you heard it five five hearings four of them are virtual and then I have to leave for Mesa which is not close to me and go to an afternoon trial it will be insane I don't know how I'm going to do it so this sort of leads me oh and this weekend I was going to talk about this weekend my uncle's coming in from out of town with his new bride he's going to stay at my house we're having a bit of a family get together so as I record this um, as soon as I'm done with this I have a few things that I need to do in terms of going to the store and getting some things and then I will um, head out uh, head into the shower and then prepare for the party and I'm looking at the time now and I really gotta get going I have a time crunch 
But I do have a checklist of some things that I want to talk about that I have been living this week to what what to do when you are scheduled every minute. And I had a few days of that where I was scheduled every minute. One is pay for things that you might normally do. One to me was eating out. I don't know the last time I really made a meal. I've been getting takeout and eating out because it has just been so difficult to try to um, do any sort of meal planning. I think I made a meal this week where I basically took frozen items and threw them all, frozen items and like Costco prepared foods, threw them all in the oven and microwave and that was it. The next thing to do is uh, delegate as much as possible. I put a lot on my staff. You know, there would be like littler projects, like a demand letter, and I would have my staff do it. Um, The estate planning, they're doing all of that right now because I just do not have time for it. I do not have time when I am physically in a courtroom or on a virtual hearing all the time. Um, I'll I'll tell you something I'm kind of bitter about (laughs) that I can't delegate is my health care. So um, an annual type of appointment, I am six months behind on because I cannot get a couple of hours to do an appointment. I finally scheduled it. It was for this upcoming Wednesday and a judge's office called me and said that they're putting an emergency hearing there. So I called and rescheduled and it's rescheduled out another couple of months. I'm not worried about it because I feel I'm healthy, but and it's something that, you know, just needs to be done. But I will say this, it made me feel like bitter, like I can't have time to go get this done. So just a, a bad feeling that I'm having. Um, laundry, um, in terms of priority, I always stay on top of my laundry pretty much. And it's because I will put it in at certain times. Maybe put in the laundry before I go to bed, and then in the morning, put it in the dryer, and then put the laundry away as I'm getting ready to go out the door. Or put it in the morning, put it in the dryer when I get home. Things like that. Um, Grocery delivery orders are a godsend. I joined a thing through Fry's Grocery Store where for $100 a year, I get free Instacart fees. It's great. So instead of like worrying about, oh, it's $10 for the Instacart, I'll just order whenever. I'll be like, okay, we need milk, we need bread, we need some fruit. Let me get that. And don't have to worry about the fees. Spend some time doing some breaks and put in little treats throughout the day. One for me is coffee. So I had a really busy, one of the real busy days. I texted my assistant and I said, can you pick me up an iced coffee from McDonald's? That ended up making my day. After the day was over, I realized I didn't even have lunch, but that was okay. (laughs) Um, Like it all worked out fine. Um, Sushi, having sushi brought to the office is a treat for me. I try to avoid treats like candy because that will become something that I will start eating a lot of if I'm like using that as a treat. A scoop of peanut butter is a good treat for me and a good snack. Um, Just little things like that, like these little tiny breaks. Or maybe I put a magazine in my bag and read a couple articles while I'm waiting for something. Or if I'm at the court waiting, I bring something. Um, I tried that the other day when I was at court, brought um, my laptop and went through some emails, but really only ended up having 10 minutes of time. (laughs) I thought I would have more. Try to um, not feel pressured to socialize when you can't. This one is a hard one for me. September is a September, October, November, December. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Everything hits. September is a huge birthday month for us. So there's been a lot of that going on. And as soon as October 1st hits, 
it's all the holidays. So remember when you're doing all this fun stuff, socializing, spending time with family, have some downtime. Downtime for me is usually reading and sitting outside. The weather's starting to break finally here, but we still kind of have a lot of mosquitoes. But I like to sit out in the morning. Um, I took a walk the other day with my grandsons. It's still a little warm, but getting there. Like, we are getting there. And so just making sure I have that downtime to clear my head. I try to make downtime not TV because that just takes time and makes it disappear. Um, something that I read this week, and I, I really think it's true, is that too much free time can make you unhappy. So I had a really busy week, but overall I will tell you this, generally I was happy and I felt accomplishment I felt, um, oh, sort of like I was in a movie, <laughs> like I was moving from like one thing to another. I felt tired. I felt bitter that I had to cancel a health appointment, but I did feel like I was getting stuff done. And when I would have that bit of free time, it was like an elixir. It was heaven. And I will tell you when I was in Hawaii, it was a very short amount of time. So I didn't really have that, you know, but there was probably like about Tuesday where I was like, okay, I've been resting. I've been staring at the ocean. Like, let's get this show on the road. So too much free time, I think is bad. You know, you end up like binging a whole day of a TV show. You take the whole day and you watch a whole TV show. I don't think that's good for us. You know, outside is good. Keeping moving is good. Having that kind of free time is good. Exercise is good. And work is good too. So that's where I'll leave it because I have things to do. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Patreon under Florence Legally Brunette Bonafide Legal Podcast. Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram, you can find me under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my name and under my business and my website is brummerlaw.com that's for my business thank you for listening thank you for reaching out to me I just was checking my stats and there is a bunch of new listeners I appreciate it and take care